Hey, welcome back to the Pete Cast with Pod Kelly. Today we have a special guest. Might know her from The Masked Singer, from F Boy Island. She has her own reality shows on E, and of course, a ton of stand up specials, including on HBO Max. On the line, we have comedian Nikki Glazer. How's it going? Hello, I'm so good. How are you? Doing great. So, of course, we got to talk about The Masked Singer. I mean, I've been seeing all kinds of headlines with it and stuff. Uh, you were Snowstorm on there. That just got revealed recently. So, uh, yes, I got a few questions. Night. Yeah, I got a few questions about this. So, uh, on the show, do you get to choose your character or outfit, or do they put that together with you based on what they think would be appropriate or good for you? They actually presented it to me, and they totally said it with the caveat of, hey, if this doesn't resonate with you, we can talk about other things. So they presented it to me, and I was just so flattered because I just didn't want to be some giant, like, monster or some, like, kind of innuendo like oh she's the shaved beaver or something you know just like i just didn't want to be some like kind of grotesque uh creature and so when it was like the snow princess like i kind of looked like frozen groot um (laughs) i was just delighted because it was like oh i get to be something like pretty and um you know just like feminine whereas i think as a comedian you often get presented with like the dumbest ideas Mm -hmm. and people try to just make a joke out of you as opposed to just letting you be like what I really want to be, which is like a pretty, pretty princess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your voice was incredible on there too, which I think surprised a lot of people. And it's something that probably surprised people because you haven't really sung a whole lot publicly. Now, obviously throughout the years, you've been on, you know, your own reality shows and you've done tons of stand up. You've had specials. Um, I mean, recently you had one that came out on HBO over the summer, but how did you feel going out of that show without doing a whole lot of singing in the past? Were you a bit nervous or did you have the confidence going into it? I mean, how are you feeling going out of the show and doing that? I was really excited because I had done Dancing with the Stars in 2018. And so I was always already used to doing something, you know, that was not um, in my comfort zone anywhere, even near it, like, you know, miles away from my comfort zone. Um, and I think that really broke me. I think that show, Dancing with the Stars, I'm I'm an okay singer, but I'm a horrible dancer. And I think <laughs> taking on the challenge of the dancing show really made me go, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, if I can do that, and I got eliminated first. So nothing else embarrassed. Like, you can't get more embarrassed than that on national <laughs> TV dancing and then someone going, like, you suck. Like, get yeah. out of here. Like, that that really broke my spirit in the terms of, like, I just – Nothing since then has ever scared me. And especially not on um, The Masked Singer because you're masked. So any kind of, um, any, you know, I think what prevents us a lot from doing things out of our comfort zone is that people are going to know it's us and they're going to be so embarrassed for us and they're going to be, it's going to make them cringe. And all that's taken away when you have a mask on. I think the dancing show was much harder because I was dancing as Nikki Glaser. But this, I got to hide behind a mask. So I could be anyone under there. And I think also when you try things uh, that you're not, you know, known for, the bar is way lower. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it, no one expects me to be a good singer. Right. So even if I was mediocre, it would have seemed gr- much better than um, if I was actually a professional singer. People would have been uh, probably disappointed. So it was just nice just being under the mask and also just knowing that this isn't my thing. So I, I love doing things that aren't my thing because the bar is low. And, um, and even if you just... A- just accomplish it, then it's it's already a huge, um, you know, success. Just being able to get through it, let alone actually being talented at it. So I was, I love doing those kinds of things. I'm looking forward to any. I've done like a um, the celebrity American Ninja Warrior. I know I got last on that. Like I, I love doing things that 
are not comedy because people expect me to be funny, but no one expects me to be able to, you know, do an obstacle course uh, 20 feet above the air. Right, exactly. Now, you're saying that you like doing things maybe that are outside of comedy a bit. I mean, can you see doing this on the side, like Donald Glover with Childish Gambino or like, you know, Eddie Murphy back in the 80s? Like, would you want to put out a full album of maybe love song covers? Yes, 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 yes. I am a huge uh, Taylor Swift fan. I'm a huge music fan. And um, I... It's just what's been pulling me uh, in lately. Like, it's all I want to do. I picked up the guitar during COVID, and I kind of learned how to play guitar just so I could sing along with something. And I've been taking singing lessons for um, ever since the Masked Singer. I got uh, vocal cord surgery after the Masked Singer because I just had some damage on my vocal cords that were preventing me from being able to sing as well as I could. So I'm actually making concerted effort to become actually good at singing and and pursue it as a career because it's always something I wanted to do. And I think I did comedy just because I was discouraged from singing in high school. I didn't get, you know, in musicals and I took singing lessons and my voice teacher would tell my mom, like, this is a waste of your money. Don't do this. So I just got so much discouragement early on that I never pursued it. And now that I'm 38, I'm just like, who cares what anyone thinks? I, I have, you know, I have a, a steady career that I can, and I don't have kids. I don't have a family. So I always think like, you know, I'd probably put my daughter in singing lessons if I had one right now, which most of my friends my age do. So why not invest that money and time in myself? Like I can just like be, I can parent myself now a little bit and get to do things that I never did as a kid. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you should put out a full album as Nikki Glazer, like, you know, either like the, the covers of songs, like maybe like a whole uh, cover of like a, a Taylor Swift album, then go on tour, yeah. but don't tell people what kind of show it's going to be. So like some nights would be like a comedy <laughs> show, some nights would be singing. So some people would be expecting stand up and getting an hour of like, you know, the cheesy love songs and vice versa. I just think that'd be a fun that would be kind of a thing. a disaster because people <laughs> would be like, what? I know I sing a little bit on my show now. You'll hear it at the Albany, uh, in Albany at the mm-hmm. Egg on uh, January 12th. I do like one song with my friend who opens for me. And even that people are like, we didn't pay to see this. So I'm very aware <laughs> of like my comedy fans and then people who would be interested in seeing me sing. And the endeavor is to do a Taylor Swift cover band. And just um, every town I go to to do stand up. I get in there and a day early or stay a day late and do a different venue and just do a um, a cover band and have a bunch of Swifties come out and sing. So that's my first, that's my next um, idea for the new year and, and hope to do that. Let me know. I know I'm a bunch of places around here with karaoke, so we, we can might be able to make that happen at some point when you come out here. Now, finally, if people aren't super familiar with your stand-up, maybe they've only seen you on The Masked Singer or you know as part of the reality shows you are, uh, what can people expect at your show at The Egg on January 12th? Well, um, it's, you know, if you are familiar with my stand-up, it's all new material. So I'm, I, you know, I've had two, three hour long specials out in my career, uh, multiple half hour specials, tons of late night appearances. You can watch me on YouTube all day long. And I, I don't think you'll hear a repeated joke at the, uh, at the egg on, um, January 12th. I've been to Albany before, in fact, and that's why I'm coming back. I've just loved that theater so much. It is so cool. And the crowd was just so amazing. Um, so we decided to make sure to come back on this tour. And um, what you can expect is, you know, I'm, I'm known for being kind of like a raunchy comedian, like not safe for work, talking about sex and dating. Um, but my show has kind of taken on a d- different path in this recent iteration of it. So it's not complete raunch and filth the entire time. It's, um, it's a mixture of whatever I feel like talking about now, but it's packed with jokes. It's, um, I would like to think smart comedy. It's, you know, you have to, pay attention um but it's you know it's also silly and stupid at times 
I have something I think for everyone. And it's um, and one of the things I'm most proud about my show is that I do meet and greets afterwards that uh, if you, you can buy them at the merch booth or you can buy them, they come with a VIP ticket. But also if you come to the show alone, which I think is a very brave thing to do, because a lot of times people miss out on going to shows, either concerts or comedy shows, because they just don't have anyone to go with. And yeah. they're just too embarrassed to go alone because it's, you know, it's stressful. But I incentivize that if you go alone to my show because you can't find anyone else to go with and you DM me on Instagram and you just write going alone in all caps and then your name and um, Albany and you write the city you're going to be in, I'll give you a free meet and greet, which is like a hundred dollar value. And you can meet me afterwards and I'll be your friend and I'll congratulate you or not. Whatever you want, (laughs) you know, like we'll just like take a picture, hug, have a good time. But my favorite part of the show is generally afterwards when I get to meet people and Um, it's not just a basic meet and greet where you just, you know, stand behind me as I sit and chair and not Mm -hmm. make eye contact and take a picture and be on your way. Like we can have an actual moment and take a picture and make a video and hug, do whatever you want to do, uh, within reason, of course. But I just love (laughs) meeting fans and I'm at a level where my shows are big enough that I, um, it's just really exciting to perform in such an amazing venue with so the acoustics and just like how many people come out to see me. It just truly means something to me still. I'm not at this level where, you know, every ticket, uh, you know, where I take it for granted, like uh, granted, uh, all the ticket sales mean something to me, each and every person that buys one. And so when I get to have these intimate moments with fans after the show, which I don't think I would be able to do if I was doing bigger places, it would just be too many people. It would take too long. This really allows me to still have a connection with my audience that I like really need and, and love. So I'm looking forward to that night. Nikki Glazer, thank you so much for, for having the chat. Again, one night with Nikki Glazer coming up Thursday, January 12th. Tickets are on sale right now at The Egg up at theegg.org. Again, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Thank you so much, too. I appreciate it. And I'll see you there at The Egg. Thanks, everyone.